Hello and welcome to a very special episode 17 of RangerPod, the podcast which puts a virus in the back of the morphing grid one episode at a time. If you're a regular listener, if you're getting this on the day of release, you'll notice it's a Monday. It's a Monday? It's a Monday, oh yes. It's the start of a very special week for RangerPod, because this week you're getting five whole episodes. We're looking at Green with Evil, parts one through five. It's the Green Ranger saga, baby. I'm PDT. Here's Grax. Finally, after all this time, we get to the meat of the Power Rangers saga, which is the <laughs> Green Ranger. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, I know there's some people who will be kind of against the notion that the show wouldn't be anything without the Green Ranger. Are you kidding me? Have you not seen this episode? It's brilliant. <laughs> well, let's not rate it just yet, shall we? I mean, you know. I'm so sorry, but it, it just is. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, look, the Green Ranger is in many ways where the show turned the corner. You know, I mean, it was a great show that was already popular beforehand. But as soon as the Green Ranger stuff hit, as soon as the Dragon Zord hit, um, it just skyrocketed, you know. And for me as well, I mean, I don't often give context to this, but I will. Because at the time, I had absolutely no idea that there was another Ranger on the way. No, not at all. No. None at all. I mean, look, it must have been out there because I'm pretty sure that Sky aired the episodes before ITV did. So Sky presumably would have shown the Green Ranger. Probably if I'd have looked in enough detail in toy shops, I would have seen the Green Ranger, the Dragon Zord. I don't remember seeing any of that. So my first introduction to the Green Ranger was sitting down watching this episode. And yeah, it's it's a hell of an episode. Because today we are looking at Green with Evil Part 1, which first aired on October the 5th, 1993. And in America, it has the subtitle Out of Control. Over here, it was literally just Green with Evil Part 1. So, Grax, I know you've been looking forward to this for far too long, so I'll try not to cut you too short too quickly. But hey, synopsis this episode, baby. It's the Angel Grove Martial Arts Expo where Jason is competing to be the best. His friends are cheering him on. Next up is Jason versus this new person, Tommy, who is intense. Rita is spying on the Expo and suddenly says, Ooh, that new guy would make a great Green Ranger. Jason and Tommy are having an awesome, intense fight, which ends up being a tie. Jason and Tommy congratulate each other. Everybody leaves, but Kimberly stares at Tommy for just a little bit too long. We can see that she is falling for Tommy. Next day at high school, Kimberly is harassed by Bulk and Skull at her locker, who is trying to flirt with her. And then they get a bit rough. It's not flirting. No, we're not having that. That's not flirting. They're trying to sexually harass her. Yes, you're absolutely correct. They get a bit too <laughs> rough. But fortunately, Tommy turns up and he shows off his moves. And Bulk and Skull run away scared and Kimberly thanks Tommy. But before Tommy leaves, Kimberly asks Tommy to hang out with her. And her friends, at the end of the day, Tommy says, yes. On the moon, Rita begins chanting to summon the sixth power coin to create the Green Ranger. Rita sends the putties to Tommy, who is walking alone in an alleyway, so he can be tested to see if he is worthy of the sixth power coin. Tommy is kicking ass and defeats all the putties in an awesome fight featuring cartwheels, punching, kicking, and hints of Captain America's shield throwing with a tin uh, trash can. Uh, Rita appears shouting, yes, you are the one, and kidnaps Tommy. But back at the moon, Rita completes the ritual that turns Tommy into the Green Ranger and also places Tommy completely under Rita's control. Come on, I know this is a dramatic episode, but keep it going, Grax, keep it going. <laughs> his first 
His first mission is to infiltrate the command center to decommission Alpha and Zordon, and this is easily done because Alpha and Zordon are essentially sleeping. He sticks a virus CD in Alpha and pulls the plug. Zordon sees the Green Ranger and Tommy, and tries to talk him out of being evil, but the Green Ranger ignores Zordon, and tears up all the control panels with a wicked cackle, causing Zordon to be lost in his dimension. On Earth, Rita makes Goldar grow so that Goldar can destroy the Rangers, but back at Billy's house, the four heroes are cleaning Billy's super... Volkswagen Beetle. Kimberly's bummed because uh, Kimberly's sad. Okay, we don't want to hear about Kimberly up. being bummed. You've got thirty seconds. So they found out that Alpha is uh, trying to contact him, but he's still partly damaged. So the heroes teleport back into the command center. They try to partially repair Alpha, and he explains that somebody broke him, but he doesn't see who. And then they see giant gold eye. It's morphing time by fourteen minutes and thirty seconds. So the heroes they're fighting the putties, including one random putty that looks like it's covered in tar from head to toe. The heroes summon the dinosaurs to, to form the megazords to fight the giant gold eye, and then gold eye disappears because it's a trap. Ranger jumps aboard at the Megasword, walks into the cockpit, and beats up all the other Rangers. Oh no! No, it can't be a cliffhanger. You've got to tell them about the part how the Green Ranger fights them all on the ground and then shoots them with a giant fireball, a literal green fireball, and it all ends with the Green Ranger cackling at the end. (laughs) But no, I'm not going to tell them about any of that. So no, that because that didn't happen. So it's uh... yeah, bad luck, Rax. I just couldn't fit it in. Yeah, bad luck on making a good episode really dull. Are you kidding me? This episode was amazing. There's so much fighting, so much action, and, and a fireball. That doesn't ever come up in the previous episode. It was a fireball. It was, a, it, was glowing, a f- le- it was a glowing dark laser ball thing. Hey, man, that Green Ranger was ripping off Ryu with his Hadoukens, and it blows up all the other Rangers. That's intense. And, and, and the Green Ranger, and Tommy, is just intense. You keep saying that. I don't think you know what the word intense means. Tommy's just a pretty boy. But he, he like throws all these punches with 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 passion and power. Like, cha, 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 flipping the kicks and every hit he tries to deliver. You know that if you are struck by his hits, you are going down. He's already got the Jason David Frank. Sikia, sikia. Yeah, he's he's. And, very he, kick, and, he, and he kicks up a notch with that whole cha bit. Yeah. Charmander. Yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely love this episode. It's just yeah, everything a Power Rangers episode should be, <laughs> as far as I can see. I mean, look, it's the first properly dramatic Power Rangers episode. It's I can't take that away from it. Not that it doesn't have its problems. I mean, I've got written in capital letters, why wait at the top? Why wait? Why has Rita waited for 17 episodes to use her green power coin? Why has she waited... For the team to band together and become trained heroes before unleashing her evil ranger on the, on the scene. But I did think it was a bit sudden where at the very beginning of the episode, she's spying at Jason and Tommy's sparring. She's suddenly goes, oh, he would make a great great ranger. So what? Wait, hang on. What? What? Where did that come from? Where did the idea come from? It just popped out of existence. Yeah. And it's not a new thing because Zordon instantly knows when he confronts Tommy, he's like, yeah, she's give, she's finally found someone to give her coin to. So, I mean, the bastard Zordon knew about this all along. And was this ever mentioned in the previous 16 episodes? No, of, of course Rangers? it wasn't. No. So, so we, are, we as a viewer are completely left in the dark on this whole yeah. thing. And the whole thing is just rushing to, to progress to show the Green Ranger, which normally I wouldn't mind, but I was just so shocked that I didn't... I wanted to know where all this storyline came from. What can you say? You know, it's Rita has clearly just been... She's only been watching the Jim and Juice Bar on the hopes that the right person to be the Green Ranger would just wander in at some point. Which takes 17 weeks, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Well, otherwise, what was it going to be, Bulk? I would watch that. 
I, I would pay money to see that happen. <laughs> well, you do get to sort of see Bulk be a Power Ranger at one point, but that that's that's for another day. Because we've got Tommy that, as I say, he is a pretty boy. And by that, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i about... I would say I'm in the 90% of like being a generally heterosexual person. But Tommy, in, on his debut, I kind of would. I, I am in the same camp as you. I completely understand. I mean, if if I ever get the chance, I would definitely like to wrestle with Tommy. No, I wouldn't like to wrestle with Jason David Frank now. He's kind of a bit <laughs> weird and egocentric, and he's got loads of tattoos all over the place. But oh, I don't know. That does it for me. Really? <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can have Tommy. I'll have Kim, because Kim instantly fancies him. She doesn't develop a crush on him. She doesn't fall in love with him, whatever you said. From the minute she sees him, like her nipples are out there. Absolutely. Metafo- metaphorically speaking. And then she's biting her lips, and the music changes entirely to tell the audience that she's getting a crush on Tommy. And you know, even Trini's like, "Hey." But even Trini was like, "Yeah, I, I, I do him." Yeah. But I've got my eyes on Billy. But so, yeah, you go, girl. But what happened to Matt from last week? Matt, who he didn't exist. Let's move on. Right. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that mullet freak. He has no chance. And that's okay, the thing, Tommy's I'm... hair. Tommy's hair is not a mullet. It's a nice length. It's good. It's 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 yep. hot. It's not a mullet. It's it's what ladies want. How do we feel about the fact that it starts with him and Jason fighting? Part of me feels that's kind of a really obvious way of saying, hey, these two guys are like both good and fighting each other. They're a match for each other, you know. I think that was perfectly reasonable, and I think okay, it's a okay. good it's a perfectly good way to indicate to the viewers that uh, these people are meet up uh, meet uh, serious business <laughs> intense fighters and it's exciting to watch it's actually some of the best fighting i've ever seen in the entire series uh, wow. I, I wanted to see okay. them more I, and, and I, I know it gets better and better and especially with the uh when everybody's all in their power rangers forms they're all f- fighting each other and the green rangers kicking ass everywhere he even performs like a special modified hurricane runner on the blue and yellow ranger and just flipped oh it's just great it was just great <laughs> i mean we'll, we'll come we'll come to that don't worry we're we're moving our way through the episode um because we have got the bit where Tommy saves Kimberly. I would argue she doesn't need saving. If I was Kimberly, I'd be a little bit annoyed. I disagree. I think Kimberly was very uh, pleased that Tommy decided to be the hero of the day and just show off his intense moves in front of Bulk and Skull and almost kick them in the face. She was pleased, but she didn't need it. No, just because you don't need it doesn't mean you don't want it. Okay, well, I mean, let's, yeah. That's a discussion for another time, I guess. That's a discussion for another time, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And what I like about Tommy is that when you see him going towards this creepy alleyway, he's hanging out with both a nerd and a jock. It's like, hey, this guy likes nerds and jocks. He's cool, which, you know? Which means he'd be a perfect fit for the Power Rangers. Well, absolutely, because the Power Rangers are kind of both nerds and jocks. They are nerds and jocks and hot chicks. So then, yeah, she kidnaps him into her crystal ball. And we see blatantly not Tommy covered in wax <laughs> I love that bit it's great <laughs> he's completely covered in wax like they're trying to resurrect the Frankenstein monsters with magic and then he comes alive and it's it looks a bit Japanese but that's okay because we'll fade into Tommy's face which just looks perfect and well yeah. sculpted it's completely the wrong like shape and hair shape and things and and as you say clearly just looks Japanese as well but don't worry about it it's fine don't worry about it, it's fine. But sh- should we talk about that? Should we talk about what's actually happening in the episode? 
Oh, let's please find out. I guess I can probably hope. I can hope right now that the Zoo Ranger stuff is just as intense as the uh, Power Rangers. Well, it is and it isn't. Oh. This is episode 17 of Zoo Ranger. So we've kind of synced up at this point. And I'll say it starts off well. The first line of the episode is Bandora saying, Hear me, Dark Lord Satan. Oh, yeah. That's an amazing (laughs) opening line. Already setting the tone. She's casting a spell to find out where this little boy is who destiny has shined on. And it turns out that the fated day that this boy is spurred into action, you'll never guess, June the 19th. What? June the 19th? If all has gone to plan, that is today as we've released this. Oh, wow, that's incredible. It's like we actually thought about this. Yeah, but we literally didn't. I was very surprised. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool, BDT. That's pretty but yeah, cool. Yeah, the the events of this episode happened on June nineteenth. So anyway, we've got we've got this little kid, and he's Gnome's grandson. I don't know if you remember Gnome from the Pudgy Pig episode. He defeated Pudgy Pig with golf balls. Yeah. Oh, that was so many weeks ago. Sentenced them to an eating contest, and yeah, there's there's a flashback to it in this one, just so the Zoo Rangers know who it is. Anyway, his grandson has uncovered his secret stash underneath his house, which uh-huh. turns out to have a, to be a box with this green key inside it. And as soon as he picks up the green key, we get the cut to this like figure sleeping in the wax. But Gnome isn't happy with this. And so he starts chasing his grandson around with a forklift. And that's when the Zoo Rangers turn Sorry, up. Did you say forklift? A forklift, yeah. Because he's working um... on a construction site when he gets the alarm. And okay. he's like, right. So he just drives it away. And then Barza, turn, Barza, their mentor, turns up in a lorry and then starts trying to chase the kid as well and telling the Zoo Rangers, don't intervene! Don't interfere! Oh, this sounds exciting and crazy <laughs> already. Well, then the boy kind of starts jumping away like proper moon jumps. He's like jumping over buildings and stuff. Geki and May find him while the other Rangers go off to research, like, Burai. Because Burai is the guy who's, he apparently used to live in the forest with the fairy folk. And he was nice and he was super strong. And you see him like destroying a rock by kicking it. When he found out that the Zoo Rangers were put to sleep, he asked that he be put to sleep as well in the secret forest. And he can only be woken on June the 19th, which is the same day that he was put to sleep all those millennia ago. Um, okay, that's very specific. It's very specific, oddly specific, but hey, there we go. So they want to ask Barza, like, who is this Barai guy? But the kid runs off with the key. So Barza and Gnome, we then see them in, like, Gnome's armoury, like, actually getting machine guns and shit, and, like, dressed up in military camo gear. Wait, wait they're all dressed up all camo and all, and, and all like, military because of Well, just Barza and Gnome, kid. yeah, because of one kid. Because they really don't want him to unlock the chamber that wow. Barai is sleeping in. What, so they're, in, they're willing to kill this kid to hide the chamber? Well, they're willing to kill Gnome's grandson, yeah. Because apparently wow. there's some kind of big secret that they vowed to, like, take to their graves. And they're like, they must never know why he can't, why we can't let him out. So Barza turns up on a motorcycle with Gnome on the back with an actual machine gun. Um, Gnome starts, like, firing the machine gun at his grandson. Wow. What? Yep. <laughs> the Zoo Rangers intervene. Uh, then Barza starts throwing, like, loads of grenades at the grandson. <laughs> and the grandson is kind of knocked to the ground. He's not killed, but he's knocked to the ground. This is crazy. And there's a big fight, and that's when you start to see uh, Griforza shows up to be giant. There's putties and things. 
Um, Bandora turns up at the other zoo rangers and is like, ha ha, you better get to the secret forest to meet Burai. And they're a bit like, um, hang on, even she wants to open the thing. That's not good. But the kid's really determined to open it because he believes that his mate Burai is in there. So the rangers fight while Barza and Gnome like, look after the kid. But then Squat and Babu turn up behind them. They grab Barza and Gnome and the kid is like, ah, I'm going off to awaken Burai. And ah. so he awakens Burai and... But right, as well as doing the glowing eye thing, he also does this thing with his mouth where he just like shoots like wind or ice or something, knocks <laughs> the kid out of the cave. So yeah, Baraya appears on a rocky outcrop. That's when Griforza vanishes. The kid like goes up to Baraya and Baraya just pushes him away. Then uh-huh. he morphs into the Green Ranger or Dragon Ranger, as he's known in the in the Sentai footage, mm. and. Yeah, it, it's awesome, and that's when uh, the Blue Ranger is like, wow, we've got another Zoo Ranger, he can join the team. And that's when Burai leaps up to the Megazord, opens the door, says, go to hell, Zoo Ranger, <laughs> punches Boy in the face. That's my favourite bit of the episode. <laughs> I'm amazed that made it into the American footage. It's great, it's a great hit. It is a great hit, but I'm amazed that a face punch was allowed. That's the mm. sort of thing they would almost always cut from American stuff. Uh, so anyway, the boy apologises to know him. The demon and Bars is like, aha, well, it was it was fate all along. The Zoo Rangers get demorphed by their fight with Barai, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. And Barai then laughs and runs away. And the Zoo Rangers are like, oh, what's happened there? We're, we're all slightly battered and bruised. And so, yeah, it ends on basically the same note as the American one does. It ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, that is great. That is that's that sounds like the best episode yet. I mean, it's one of the best episodes yet. I would still say that I prefer the American one in a sense because we get to see their inner sanctum invaded in the American one. True, true. You know, uh, back at the command center, you know, you've got the whole thing with Zordon going, "Look, please go the f- to sleep, Alpha." That bothered me a little bit. Just it, it was a very <laughs> convenient plot device it saying, was it how was, do we get the green yeah. green rangers in quite easily everybody goes to sleep but you're a machine why do you need to sleep you don't worry about it just go to sleep it was pretty awful timing wasn't it um, and of course there's the one thing that will blight the green rangers era is that whenever you see him in the american footage his shield is not as good to put it mildly yep it was a little bit fabricy. the whole thing just felt like a yeah. bit cosplayer rather than yeah. the other authentic thing that's it and that i mean that's the kind that's the kind of reaction i guess i had as a kid i was like yeah there's something not right about this i don't know why it looks crap but it's fine um <laughs> now as an adult it's just like yeah come on guys you should have done better i mean i still don't know why there's a cd rom drive in alpha's back that seems like a mistake because usb sticks were invented in 1993 <laughs> so how i guess but why why have it on his back? Well, well, where else would you put it? On his front? On his front, on his yeah. No, wait! You put it on his head! You would put it on his head, it would pop up like a, a CD player. You just <laughs> pop it in and close it. That makes more sense. Either way, I think you would have it somewhere that Alpha could actually get to it. Yeah, I suppose you're right. You can't reach behind your back. This just seems designed for other people to put stuff into him. Yeah, designed for other people to program him to do exactly what they want. Yeah. Alpha has no control. Alpha has no control and, until Billy just takes the CD out and it's like, fine. Sort of fine. I mean, he's still quite badly damaged. Which 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 confused me because not only did uh, the Green Ranger put the CD in to give him a virus, he pulled yeah. a plug and was like, wow, he's actually turned off. But, I don't, but how did he get back turned back on? I don't quite understand what that plug was for. Well, the plug was just going to be charging Alpha, wasn't it? So Alpha was already fairly kind of charged. Oh, yes, of course. 
wasn't like he was running directly out. But yeah, I mean, Tommy does smash up the command centre, and that stuff's badass. I mean, that's it's like, just wow. wonderful. And Zordon was completely and utterly powerless against him. Yeah, well, it's the, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, you've spent 16 episodes. The command centre has been this kind of impenetrable sanctum. Zordon's been the infallible sage. And suddenly he comes along and just like, no, rip all that shit up. Yeah. Get rid of Zordon. This the true feeling of threat and danger, which is something they've never fully introduced before. And I, I really liked it. And the different... Uh- Tilted camera angles only added to the end. The yes, Dutch angles. Yeah. Yes. I remember as a kid, I it had a kind of guttural reaction for me. I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, this is this is terrible. Mm. Um, and what's what's more terrible, of course, is that the rad bug is back. Yeah, yeah. It's I the only know. way to fly. It's the only way I to fly, Drax. Yeah. Well, actually, to be <laughs> fair, I, I I wasn't paying too much attention to that because everything else just was so awesome. That yeah. it, I was able to let that slide for this one bit. Okay, yeah, I'll give I'll give you that. I mean, I enjoyed the Goldar fight as well. Strangely, Goldar was doing some pretty wacky shit. Yeah, he was. He was like actually proper doing some... gymnastics and things and drop kicks again. Yeah, so I mean that that elevated it a level above the normal Goldar fights, and it's just the way that he then disappears as if to go, haha, I know what's coming next. You're. F- yeah, I mean, I've, when he first disappeared, when I rewatched it, it was like, oh, well, that was a bit of rubbish. But then, aha, it was a trap! And the Green Ranger just jumps right in, opens up the yeah. gates, ah, smack, bash, sparks <laughs> everywhere. It's like, oh, no! Again, it's almost as much as the command centre, the in, the interior of the Megazord yeah. is, again, that's their safe place. They're kind of... The Green Ranger is a force to behold, and not even the Red Ranger is that badass. No, so it, it's pretty awesome. Tommy does that, and they all go down to the ground, they have that big fight. What annoyed me was actually when they cut to... They briefly cut to Rita in the middle of the fight. You're just like, no, we don't need that. Go back to the fight. I want to see the fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do have one quick question, though. Um... In the American footage, they're all fighting the putties, and there was one putty which I mentioned, which was all black, and it was all looking like it was covered in tar. What was so special about that putty? Um, nothing was mentioned, but yeah, you do have more of a variety of putties in the Japanese footage. I mean, in that case, it was a clear indication that they just... This putty just walked into the set of the Power Rangers, and they couldn't cut him out. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I think that was exactly what happened. But that's fine. Don't worry about it. Just keep fighting. Show yeah. me the action. I mean, I will say one interesting thing. In the American episode, Jason is like, well, you, you take me on then. In, <laughs> in the Japanese episode, Geki, in that same moment, is like, tell us why you're doing this. What's going on? It's just an interesting contrast between the two. Jason is... Very much like, let's fight this guy. And the Green Ranger's like, yeah, gladly. Throws his dagger at Jason yeah. and gets struck. It's, Ow! God damn! But, Either way, they're f***ed. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's, I th- would have preferred it more if uh, Jason had said something like, why are you doing this? You're one of us. I think that would have been, like, you know, like for the Zoo Ranger, that seems like a better yeah. line. Look, I, they're both fairly epic episodes. And as, as Jason said, it's only round one. Ooh. You know, of what's going to be a fairly major battle. Mm. Five. Five episodes in total, wasn't this? Uh, it's five episodes in the American, six episodes in the Japanese. Really? Ooh. Yep, I looked this up. Well, I'll be doing double duty on Friday. <laughs> cool. <laughs> 
yeah, that's Green with Evil Part 1. We'll rate the saga as a whole when we get to the end of it, but what did you think of Part 1? This episode, I was absolutely on board from beginning to end, and there were some minor problems. The, 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 the biggest issue I had was the fact that suddenly, suddenly we got the ring Green Ranger at and the power coins i wanted an explanation i wanted to know where this coin came from and i, and I understand that it will probably exp- be explained in a future episode mm, but just, not really oh i know anyway that's one of the minor <laughs> that's a minor flaw of the whole thing but everything else i loved it i, I loved um tommy's punches and kicks and his his intensity he felt like everything he did would have hurt i, I like all the fighting there was so much fighting and there was so much drama and the real sense of threat i i struggle to find many things wrong with it this is my favorite episode to date and i am going to give so, this a well minute. well i'll interrupt you there oh because i think it's only fitting that as of this episode we change our rating system what do you mean, change it? So, Grax, tell me, how many power coins would you rate this episode out of six? Out of six? My goodness. Um, Well, I was going to give it a four. 4.5 coins out of five. But now I'm just going to jack it up to five out of six. Because it's that minor flaw which ruins an otherwise perfect episode. So five out of six coins. You know, I actually feel like you're being too harsh on it. You think so? Because that's not, that's not actually a flaw that's in the episode. That's a flaw that's omitted from the episode, if anything. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so I have just said they're not going to really explain where the green coin comes from. But it's part one of a five-parter. I mean, I find it hard to... I and mean, apart from the fact that they've got the floppy shield, that will always bug me. But, you know, that's just inherent in the whole Green Ranger era. I see no reason not to give this six out of six from from my perspective, mm. because mm. it is it's the first time they just they're in the. Shit. It's the first cliffhanger of the series, and boy, is it a cliffhanger! Mm. I think for me, I think I suppose for me, there's a certain amount of nostalgia on around this one as well, because this had such an impact as a kid. As I say, I had no idea that there was going to be a Green Ranger, evil or otherwise. Mm. So it really felt like this was going a whole step into the unknown for me. Yeah. Um, you're kind of talking me into giving it a six, actually. I must say, you're, you're talking me into it. It's such a good episode. Well, I mean, look, you do you, do you Grax. You, you, know, know. I, you, know, you know what? I changed my mind. It's a six. Six hey! out of six coins. Best episode so far. And I can't wait to see the rest of them and see how it gets even better. Well, you don't have to wait long because we will be back tomorrow. Oh yeah. For Green with Evil Part 2. And I would give a synopsis, but it's basically just more of the same. More Green Ranger, more fighting. Uh, I believe this is where we start to get Jason on Tommy action. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. Um, look, I cannot wait. So yeah, let us know your thoughts. Tweet RangerPod, email therangerpod at gmail.com and just generally get pumped because tomorrow we're doing Part 2. I've been PDT. I've been Grax. And we'll see you then. See you tomorrow.